welcome to the Joyful Doctor podcast. My name is Dr Caroline Walker and I'm a psychiatrist and a specialist in doctor's well-being. Uh, these next few podcasts are going to be a special series of podcasts in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, looking at lots of different ways that we can support ourselves as doctors um, out there struggling through this um, these challenging times. So please, if you find these um, podcasts helpful, please do spread them far and wide uh, to your doctor colleagues and to other healthcare professionals or in fact anyone you think might be helped by them. Thank you for being here, thank you for listening. Welcome to the latest episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast. Uh, today I have with me um, Harriet from Duty to Care. Harriet, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you here. I'm really um, excited to um, talk to you about Duty to Care, which I've only just re relatively recently come across uh, myself. Um, uh, would you just perhaps introduce yourselves for our listeners, let us know who you are and yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, I am the founder of Duty to Care, which is a new charity. Um, we provide virtual sessions with therapists and wellbeing practitioners to NHS workers. Um, we founded the service 10 weeks ago, so we're quite new. We got our charity status last week, and um, yeah, together with thank with um, three other trustees, we um, pulled, we, well, you know, we put the service together and um, I kind of oversee everything from here. I'm based in West London. Wonderful. I just, I was so um, thrilled when you got in touch and just to hear about the amazing work that you're doing. Because um, I think yours is one of those lovely examples of, uh, you know, during this extraordinarily challenging time of COVID where people have really come together to meet meet a need around, you know, mental health and wellbeing support for healthcare professionals. So thank you so much for, for doing what you're doing and, and for starting it all up. Oh no, well, it's, it's something that I've felt passionate about for a long time. My husband's a doctor um, and when he first qualified as a junior doctor about six years ago, he found himself um, suffering from anxiety for, for the first time in his life. Um, and, you know, he really needed help um, during that sort of first phase. And ever since then, I've been aware that, firstly, everybody has their very individual ways of coping with stress and different things will help different people um, in terms of getting back on track mentally. Um, but also, I was aware from then that there isn't always the sort of care that you need readily available um, that you can sort of seek very quickly privately um and you know to work it in with your schedule if you're a very busy mm. nhs worker so the idea was um actually with pre-covid times in mind um but very much triggered by this pandemic because i could see straight away as soon as um the realization kicked in and we knew what we were mm. going to be up against the pressure that my husband was feeling mm. and it made me think well I think it's our duty that the public's duty in a way to come forward and try and care and support 
you know provide care to the NHS workers who ultimately are sacrificing everything to to care for us so that was where the idea came from yeah absolutely I mean this is obviously a long-standing issue isn't it it's been around for for a while and often you know I'm, I'm struck by your story it's a really common one unfortunately that mm. it's an, an issue that we don't necessarily realize is out there is happening that healthcare workers struggle you know with yeah. their well-being um you know so busy caring for others and finding it hard to to look after themselves and yeah um and actually it isn't until it affects a loved one or somebody you know that it then becomes becomes really um yeah personal I suppose and and really important to then you know want to raise that and help people and so yeah it's lovely um that you've felt that call and that you've you've um, achieved so much in such a short space of time I mean, it's amazing how well, does it all work like how does so I think that the first thing that um, we decided to, the, the first thing that I did after I'd had the idea was to look at what sort of things could be made available virtually, because mm. obviously things can't be done in person at the moment. And I spoke to a dear friend called Sadie Reed, who runs the website Hip and Healthy. So mm -hmm. she's a, a wellbeing expert. And um, I said to her, you know, when people are going through a particularly stressful period, what are the different forms of treatment that are available to them? Mm. And we talked about everything from different types of you know, psychotherapy and CBT therapy, but right the way through to, I suppose, more complementary treatments and lifestyle changes mm. from looking at your diet and looking at fitness. <clears throat> and we came up with a sort of... Um, a list of services that we would like to research further and we then reached out to her network initially of therapists and had lots of conversations with lots of different people um, about how it could work virtually and then from there we looked at a sort of costing model and how we could you know bring it to life really and what funds we would need to raise um, right from the start there was an you know an overwhelmingly positive response mm -hmm. from every single practitioner that we spoke to everybody wanted to come forward and help and everybody was very forthcoming with their suggestions on charity rates and their availability mm -hmm. that they were happy to commit to for the first month two months three months if the need you know if once we'd launched we'd seen the need was there which we have yeah. so um that was really positive. Um, and I think that the other thing that we did right at the beginning to sort of sense check was to speak to a few people quite senior in the NHS, because mm -hmm. I'm so aware from my husband's experiences and, and other friends and family and his colleagues that there are brilliant setups within the mm -hmm. NHS where you can get help. Um, such as the NHS Practitioner Health Scheme, mm -hmm. who I know you work with very closely. Um, and we, so I spoke to Claire there and I spoke to lots of other people like well-being heads at a few different trusts. And the, the message was pretty clear that um, there is, of course, always a desire to increase what services are available to mm -hmm. NHS workers mm -hmm. and anything that complements or adds to what's already there and already yeah. available was, was very much embraced. And um, so NHS Practitioner Health, the team at the BMA, they immediately after the first conversation sort of listed us as, a, as an official service as part of their wellbeing offering. Um, 
so that really gave us the confidence that what we were doing was only going to complement the systems that were already there and yeah. that we were on to something that as long as we could get the sort of techie side developed and the yeah. systems all right and, and actually raise some money, yeah. it would be able to start very quickly. No, it's fantastic to hear. And it's been my experience working in the doctor's wellbeing space as well is that it's kind of more the merrier. You know, there's yeah, so much need, yeah. so much desire to help. You know, it's just wonderful. We all support each other, you know. Yeah, completely. Of, um, you know, dog eat dog world at all. It's it's actually just incredibly supportive. And yeah. um, I love yeah, it. Everybody's really embraced it. And it's all obviously yeah. for the, we're all working towards the same purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and it sounds like the need is there and it's been, and you've, it's been successful that you've had quite a few people using yeah so we so we so we had the idea 10 weeks ago we launched the website accepting sort of pre-launch signups yeah. eight weeks ago um and we've had but we then you know whilst nhs workers were starting to sign up it was another week or so before we got the directory live um and we've had just under 450 registrations that's incredible um, yeah and and um you know not all of them have had sessions yet but they've all um you know a a large number of them have and they have across the board um opted to have lots of different types of things so it's showing that having that variety is you know it's definitely something that we want to continue with um so we have um cbt therapists psychotherapists mindfulness teachers meditation experts breathwork experts nutritional therapists personal trainers and yoga teachers wonderful absolutely wonderful so so let me ask you then if somebody wanted to get involved if, if there's somebody out there who would like to offer their time to gt to care how would they who would they contact to do that if they wanted to come on board as a therapist to offer the so we did have on the website a um just a section that said if you would like to if you're interested in coming Mm -hmm. forward and being a practitioner sort of click here we did actually um we have actually taken that off just for a few weeks because we were so incredibly fortunate in having so many wonderful people coming forward that we've actually paused um and but it's something it might be something to keep an eye on if you're looking for people and there are you know our email addresses are there and i would would rather people still get in touch just to express interest informally but technically we're not taking on any more practitioners at the moment because we've got just under 50 listed and we need to work with who we've got for a little bit longer get more get more proper feedback both from them from the nhs workers and make sure that everything that we're doing is only going to enhance what's already there so adding, you know more and more therapists on but i think at the moment we want to really review what we've got to make sure we go forward in the best way Fair enough. So you've got these wonderful 50 therapists there waiting to help um, NHS workers. So if there's an NHS worker out there listening to this now who's perhaps struggling a bit with their well-being, how, what would they do? How could they? So uh, they go to the website, which is www.duty2care.info. And they'll see there's a big section there that says, are you an NHS worker? Sign up here. And all they do is put in their first name, second name and NHS email, very importantly, which registers interest. And then they'll hear back from our team who will give them the password and access to the directory. 
once they're on the directory there is a sort of overview of each practitioner with a, you know a bit of information on their specialism and their qualifications and links to their websites effectively from there they are self-referring you know we're okay. not qualified to do any form of clinical assessment we oh. are just putting people together and then covering the costs yeah. um, but we have the right agreements in place with all the practitioners and um, it's their duty to discuss as they would with anybody who gets in touch wanting to hear about booking some sessions they discuss an individual treatment plan with them Wonderful. and if it's something that they both feel they want to go ahead with um, we will then authorize the sessions so, so do you cover the whole cost of that or is it part yeah. covered by yeah the, yeah, the oh, charity covers the whole free. cost all free support for the NHS workers, yeah, public yeah. and your charity. That is fantastic. And at the moment, we're not looking at it as a restricted service. We don't want to say to someone, we will only give you six sessions or okay. we will only, you know, because we totally understand that every case is individual. Yeah. We work on a monthly basis with the practitioners and issue, we issue them works orders so that we know how many sessions they can do as a max so that we don't overspend. Right. But um, we really do believe that if somebody needs to continue new treatment for a certain period of time we can facilitate that um, we also do we make it quite clear on the um, section where the NHS workers sign up that this is very much supposed to be um, in line with what um, they might you know help more help that they may seek through their hospital and their trust our aim is to provide you know immediate care and support as soon as somebody needs it but we really urge it's not meant to, instead of that though no we urge them to seek out through their own nhs place of work in conjunction with this and there's so many ways that the trusts can help them and we'd really encourage them to begin that process as soon as possible to ensure they receive the best immediate and longer term structured support wonderful um, so it's um, yeah um, and they just pop in their first and last name and their nhs email and then they'll be sent um access to the database and yes can take it from there choose yeah. their therapist and and receive some wonderfully um uh, supportive and, and free well-being support by the sounds yeah. of it. what a fantastic service um harry it's been such a pleasure to have you on today and i thank you again for everything that you've been doing to to set this up and to make this possible it sounds like it's helping so many healthcare professionals out there already well, and i hope it continues to help many thank you many. caroline for your support and your wise words and oh, everything that you're doing at joyful doctor we're big fans oh my pleasure thank you um it's been lovely to have you on today and i hope you will come back on to the podcast sometime in the future and let us know how you're getting on and we would love how to things have developed yes please <laughs> bye for now thank you caroline bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast, um, one of our special editions about uh, the COVID pandemic and how we can support ourselves as doctors through this um, challenging time. Please, if this podcast has helped you at all or you think it might help others, please do share it um, far and wide. We want to try and reach and help as many doctors as we possibly can to get through um, this time together. We are going to get through this together. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.